Just a quick note, our philosophy here on Two Teas in a Pod is to use English in its most natural form. So a few bad words might slip through the net every now and then. This episode contains adult language. Welcome to the podcast! Welcome to the podcast! Two teas in a pod! Welcome to the podcast! Welcome to the podcast! Two teas in a pod! Welcome to the show. Uh, wonderful new podcast. How are you doing, Katie? I'm good, Tim. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I was a little bit ill. I kind of got over it now, though. I had a yeah. nasty cough, cold. Oh dear. Flu thing. Something going round. There's a lot of it about at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Have you been able to stick to your sugar-free My sugar-free thing, um, I, like I said, I'm not being as strict as I was, mm-hmm. but still no Coca-Cola or fruit juice or chocolate or sweets. Have you gone back that. to sugar in your coffee? No. I found that, that one quite easy. That sounds like you're sticking to it, actually. Yeah, but then I've got a chocolate croissant on the table in front of me here. Oh. I've got on the way... Is that the one yeah. you just kept in a bag and haven't taken out yet? I haven't taken it out yet. Are you ashamed I mean, of that chocolate croissant? No, I really want to eat it. I'm quite hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, generally it's been, yeah, like I said, I'm not being super strict, but yeah, sticking to some parts of it. What about you? What about the... Waste-free. Yeah. Well, um, I have to say, like, I have I have slackened off a lot, but I have... I got uh, a new aluminium bottle, okay. which yeah, I've been told is also quite unhealthy. Really? causes all sorts of things, like Alzheimer's and stuff. I was like, oh, thanks. Just ordered this online. <laughs> so come all the way from the other side of the world. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm using that now, and I've got my thermos for a coffee, and I'm using my, my tea, my loose tea instead of my tea bags. And, okay. But then there's things like, you know, certain... Fruit and veg. When I go to a fruit and veg shop, like the broccoli is wrapped in cellophane. So there's like there's little things like that. I'm trying to. I'm really. I'm very aware of it now of how much plastic we yeah. consume, and every time I do see someone with a water bottle, I think, you know, I, I'm just. I think being more aware of it's definitely yeah a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to cut down, and me. Um, you know, lecturing everyone about it. It's persuaded quite a few people yeah. and made them aware of it too. So that's that's a good um, um, side effect. Yeah, the word of mouth, you're spreading it around. You've exactly. definitely made me very conscious of... Yeah, yeah just going into like a shop and being like, I can't actually... This ev- Everything here has got plastic in it. Yeah, I'm going to get myself yeah. a water bottle as well. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. But Our friend Noah was talking about one. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they were they, they were thinking about buying ones for like forty euros online. I thought forty? What? No. Well, well, the cheaper ones give you Alzheimer's. <laughs> 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 nobody wants Alzheimer's, really. <laughs> no, nobody does. Anyway, so the topic of our show today is scams and crime. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So. Katie, you've been the victim of crime a couple of times, no? A couple of times. Have you? I have as well, yeah. But was yours really serious? Mine was your standard Barcelona pickpocketing. Okay, well, let's go with yours first then. You tell me me about yours. Okay, well, um, mine was about five or six years ago. I was pretty fresh to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. I'd only been here for maybe a year. Um, it happened in San Sistacio, like the main train station, mm-hmm. well, one of the biggest train stations in the city, 
which is a bit of a pickpocketing hotspot. Yeah. Um, lots of it happens there. I was sitting in McDonald's in Sants back in the day when I used to, you know, eat McDonald's. Sugar, <laughs> McDonald's. Um, I still do now. Um, reading my book. I think it was one of the Game of Thrones books. So I was really engrossed in it, really enjoying it. And I had my rucksack on the floor, oh, no. not under my chair. Oh no, just next, next to you. next to my chair. Oh gosh. Um, so I think I was eating a cheeseburger and reading at the same time. Um, and I was sat next to like a glass uh, wall. So it's like the McDonald's is separated from the rest of the station by like a big glass wall. And this guy comes up to the glass on the other side, bends down level with me and picks up a mobile phone from the floor, or it looked like he picked up a mobile phone from the floor. And then he was like tapping on the glass, pointing at the phone, making a gesture like, oh, is this yours? Have you dropped this? So I was like looking down to see if there was a space under the wall to think, oh, maybe that is my phone. No, and I was like, no, it's not my phone. And just sort of waved him away, said, no, 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 it's not mine. Carried on reading my book. He bangs on the glass again, more like uh, more urgently banging because he's basically distracting me mm -hmm. because at the same time his friend was stealing my bag. Oh my God. From next to the seat next to me. So I turn around just in time to see the door closing and the guy running out oh. who had my, had my backpack. What did you do? Uh, went after him, but it was... I was too slow. Basically, he was already gone. Oh. I went and told the people in McDonald's, like, yeah, this guy's just stolen my bag. Obviously felt like a right prat <laughs> for, for falling for the scam. They've obviously, it's like a little a scam that they've rehearsed quite a lot. One district. Yeah, it's them. like, it's their, it's their bits, what yeah, they do. It's their thing. It's their... The, the funny thing is, though, that um, the, the bag, guess what was in the bag? Um, I don't know. Students' exams. Well, it was full of textbooks and uh, glove puppets. <laughs> so I was teaching lots of kids at the time, so I had like a, like animal glove puppets oh, in there. There was nothing of value in there at all. They oh, got nothing. So no. I, I well, just, thank God. At least, you know, I picture them opening the bag and thinking, what, the? what is all this shit? And like pulling out like the... Glove puppet. Glove, bunny rabbit glove puppet and a like tiger glove puppet thinking, oh shit. Man, you know what? That serves them right. Serves it serves them right. Serves them right. Yeah. They, they, mm -hmm. these terrible people that do yeah, this kind yeah. of thing. It's horrible. Um, but you know, you live and learn. I've, I'm a I always keep my, my back, my backpack especially like... I have it tucked over my knees and around a leg. Yeah. So if I'm ever sat down somewhere, I always have it around me yeah. in some way. Exactly. So we're talking to Vicky about scams. So, Vicky, have you ever been victim of a scam? Um, well, it's important to say that I'm from Argentina, so we usually are the scammers rather than <laughs> the ones who get scammed. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's very popular there, and you're always aware of what's going on around you. Uh, and yeah, we you have to you have to have eyes in the back of your head. <laughs> uh, otherwise, people will take advantage of you. And um, yeah, like you're you're on the train, or they might like just push you, or they might just tell you, "Oh, did you drop this?" And then you say no, and it's just an excuse to get close to you and maybe pickpocket you and um and there are a lot of stories like very long and really funny stories about how people get scammed in 
uh, in Argentina, they do it a lot to old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like uh, sometimes they might they might tell them like uh, I'm the I'm the niece of your cousin uh, from this little town where you were born, and they and that's an excuse for them to for for the old ladies to open the door, and they will come up and. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Rub the house. Yeah. Or well, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What differences do you think you see? Um, because obviously in Barcelona there's lots of pickpocketing and scamming. Yeah. Is it very different to uh, the sort of thing that happens in Argentina or? Uh, I think people here are a lot more naive. In really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they're um, they will trust people, which is which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not used to it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. if they if if someone approached me and and they wanted whatever they want to say to me, I'm, I'm going to keep a distance and I'm going to wait until I figure out who this person is. Okay. Yeah. So you're generally more careful and cautious, you think? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't, I just don't trust people in general. I trust men a little less than okay. people, mm-hmm. even though men are people. <laughs> <laughs> we know what I you mean. I trust men less than yeah. people. <laughs> we know what you wow. mean. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Well, thank you very thank much. You very much. No problem. In my story, it was someone, or even though my bag was around me, it was one of these little shoulder bags that they, it goes over your neck with a long strap. So it went over your neck. Yeah. And I was coming home late one night and this guy ran up beside me and pulled my, pulled my bag off of me. And he, it was around my neck and he was holding it and pulling it. And I was... I was, re- well, restraining. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is obviously pulling not, back. It's like not a... very, it's quite difficult to describe actually on the radio, but I was pulling back. It was around my neck and he was pulling it from one end and I was pulling it from the other with my neck and my hands oh, until this strap eventually broke and he ran off and my God, he was fast. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fast runner, but he was like, yeah, to be honest, you should apply for the Olympic team. Really? Because he was quick. And I got around the corner and he was gone. He might have dashed into a, um, like an open door. I don't know. But I was, my heart was pumping. I was yeah, really freaked out. The thing I remember the most is yeah. like the noise that I made. It was like an out-of-body experience. This guy was all of a sudden like basically attacked me and grabbed me around the neck with the bag. And I just remember thinking, what? A weird noise I was making. I was going, this is a really strange noise. It's like a guttural, animalistic, I'm not going to try and repeat it now, but guttural, animalistic kind of noise. Like a really, I think you should repeat it now. <laughs> like a really deep kind of... Yeah, like, yeah, like a... I don't know, like you are saying, an instinctive, an instinctive fight or flight. Definitely took over. Like caveman noise. And the second time, it was... Um, the second time I got mugged, was I was then very scared of walking by myself at night then. I think what which is fair enough because of you know, he basically got attacked. Yeah. And um the second time I then cycled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just I felt somehow safer on a bike, which is naive. Yeah. Because what happened then maybe three years later, I was cycling um along a relatively busy street, Pazas Colon, which goes along Quite busy road. Was it at night again as well? It was well? at night. Yeah. I was, uh, it was about one o'clock in the morning. I was going to meet a friend to get the key, well, long story, to get the keys to my house. Right. So I was going home. Okay. And um, it was a really busy road, so I decided to cycle on the pavement, which is illegal. But okay. Shh. And I cycled past this guy 
who I didn't really know, pay any attention to. And all of a sudden, I just felt a big tug from behind. Mm-hmm. And he'd done exactly the same thing, just tried to pull, pull my bag. When I was on my bike, he tried to pull me off my bike. And um, luckily, the momentum and speed that I was going at meant that he didn't actually have much grip. And I, was just, I just kind of pulled away from him. Yeah. Then I didn't even look behind me. I was so freaked out by what happened. I just sped off yeah. um, along the pavement. Um, and and then all of a sudden, yeah. there was a police car swerved up onto the pavement in front of me. And I was in sh- shock. Uh, I couldn't, I forgot how to speak Spanish. Uh, yeah. I was, and they were going, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was going, yes, yes. And they were, they were like, uh, kind of trying to speak pidgin English. We <laughs> go get, we go get ladron. Okay. You call mobile phone. And I was like, okay, okay. And, you know, I knew what they meant to say. They wanted yeah. me to go and be with my friends. They would get in touch with me when they, when they caught the guy because they'd seen the whole thing happen and they were right. quite convinced they knew where, where he was going. And um, even though he hadn't got anything off me, there was then enough evidence there between my, my statement and the statement of the police. And I went testified in court. Went to court. You took him yeah. to court. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was nerve wracking. He was yeah, sitting right there, like a meter away from me. Wow. And I had to testify against him. Okay. And had he quite robbed quite a lot of other people as he well? Went, he literally went round the corner and robbed another girl. Huh. He, so he tried to rob me, didn't, wasn't successful, ran round the corner and robbed someone else. So that's the story of my mugging. Yeah. Wow. Yours sound a lot scarier and more violent than mine. But, um, yeah. We're on a mission to avoid repetition with five ways to say. Five ways to say. So, um, this is five ways to say, and we're talking about uh, scams and tricks and crime. So, Katie, what's our first uh, expression for five ways to say? So we have the first expression is to fall for something, which is to be tricked by something. For example, uh, you might fall for an African prince who's asking for money over email. You might fall for that. Mm, it's a classic scam. Tricked, yeah. And another way to say to fall for something is to be taken in by something. So you might be you might be taken in by an African prince or to fall for an African prince. <laughs> okay. So like if you send him your account number, <laughs> then you fall for the scam. Yeah, it's yeah? Really, don't do that. Not <laughs> recommended. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah. Okay. And the next one we've got is uh, to get ripped off or something could be a rip off. Mm-hmm. So we were talking earlier, we said, I think everybody's experienced this, airport food or airport drinks uh, tend to be a rip-off. No, really overpriced, really expensive. Yeah. Can you think of a time you got ripped off in an airport? Yeah, I mean, the last time I went to the airport, I was really thirsty. I forgot my bottle of... my. Empty, I normally take an empty bottle through, so I wanted to get a bottle of water. So I'd forgotten my bottle of water uh, to take into the, um, into the airport. So I went to buy one at the cafe once you get through security. And it was like seven euros for a... A bottle of water. Jesus, seven Such a rip-off. Yeah, a complete rip-off. Mm. If you get breakfast in the airport as well, you get a little sandwich, orange juice, and water, like 11 euros. What a rip-off. You can also be ripped off, which means you've paid more than the, the 
correct value, I suppose. You are ripped off if you buy that water, or you're ripped off if you buy the, the breakfast at the airport. And uh, how do you feel if you get ripped off or taken in by a scam, Katie? You feel like a right idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a right plonker. Or a right tit. Yeah, so you feel really stupid. Like when my bag got stolen in the train station afterwards, I was like, ah, oh, I feel like a right idiot. Yeah. Because I fell for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were taken in. I was taken in, exactly. Mm. But um, right doesn't mean like left or right or right or wrong. It just Here it's just intensifying the feeling of being an idiot. Yeah. That's important. You feel like a right tit. It's like, oh. Yeah. Feel oh, like a right so tit. Oh, stupid. Yeah. Good. Well, that's our five ways to say uh, this week. Uh, take them, use them in the streets, in the classroom. <laughs> bye bye. We're on a mission to avoid repetition with five ways to say. So, we're talking to Berenice about scams. So, Berenice, have you ever been scammed or have you ever been the victim of a crime? I've been robbed once, yeah, um, not far ago. Just here in Barcelona, in the, at the, close to San Cestacio, mm-hmm. train station. And it, it was after a very long, well, very long trip, not just three weeks trip where I was very proud of me because I came back to Barcelona with all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I didn't watch out very well. So I was with my girlfriend, like saying goodbye at the station. And of course, we didn't pay attention to anything around. Mm-hmm. Just kissing, just like the word started spinning around and <laughs> we were, I was just focused to her and not thinking about anything else. And then when we came back to see what, like where, where were our suitcase and bags, there was two missing. Oh, wow. And at the oh same time, gosh. a girl came to her and and told her, and told her this is yours yes <laughs> so actually some the, the the pickpocket had took our staff start running and this lady stopped him oh wow got half of the staff yeah and he he kept running but lighter <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so this lady came back with half of our staff and and we we're, were very lucky because uh with the, the most important staff was back. Oh my oh, gosh! Wow. But then, good... then, then my friend she she started running in the direction when the guy had left. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We never found him. Wow! Oh, wow. That so... is really good luck. And yeah, it was, was luck. Like, yeah, what a good Samaritan. A good Samaritan someone yeah. to have run after mm-hmm. your yeah after your yeah. She 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 said like. She stayed in the middle of the street and said, hey, 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 because she had sold everything. Like and <laughs> and he, he, he let her went back and, and ran with the other one. But then, then we walked in all the bins around because usually pickpocket, when they take a bag, they open it, take the money and throw, and throw the, the bag. So you can at least find all your clothes and anything that you had in the bag and just lose the money, which is... But we so then we spent one hour looking at 
uh, into all the bins around. We did, we couldn't find it. Oh, no. Yeah. So, and we also uh, discovered what was the trick. They actually acted, there were two, um, a, a group of two, where one of them did, because just before what, this, what happened, a guy started to say a, um, a comment to, her, to us. So we're thinking, okay, he's, he's commenting that two, two girls at least are kissing and we were very angry about him. Yeah, okay. But actually, that was a way to, to, to change our focus <laughs> while probably the other guy acted. Yeah. So he was like this distracting you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, then thinking about what had happened before we, we understood all that. Well, yeah. actually, they didn't even need it to distract us. We, we yeah, you were not, distracting not each paying other, attention yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. not even necessary. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, perfect. Thank you. So we're talking to Vicky. Hi, Vicky. So, can you tell us a little bit about your experience uh, learning English? Um, well, okay. Here's the thing. I learned English at school. I went to a bilingual school in Buenos Aires, and we had this like exam preparation kind of classes, and then we had some subjects like biology or history or whatever. And I felt it was really boring. I just wanted to learn English to um, listen to music or not even watching TV shows because I, that was like, I don't know, maybe like 20 years ago. So there weren't that many things in English back then in Argentina. Um, and then after that, I, um, I decided to start studying on my own and I started reading books and, um, yeah, well, music is a huge influence, uh, in, in language for me. And then after that, I moved to the U.S. for a few years, and that's where I feel like I learned the most because, of course, it's, it's, it starts being useful to communicate, which is different than just, um, I don't know, understanding things you like. So, um, and, and, and that's what I think it's all about, communication, like being able to express what you feel or what you think, and then... On, on the highest level of that, it's humor. So if you're able to make a joke in a different language, then you're, I don't know, you, you kind of enjoy it. And Yeah, definitely. What do you think was, you talked about moving to New York. What, what do you think was the most challenging thing about moving to New York in terms of English? Uh, well, accents. Uh, of course, I, I went to, to a school where I, where I was taught to speak in British English. Which of course I never got the accent or anything, but still. And then you go, then you go to Brooklyn, and hey, bro, you know, like. And then uh, it was really difficult for me to learn uh, to understand, to understand people when they when they talked, and the other way around as well. Uh, excuse me, and I was like, um, can I have some bread? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's not the way you say it. Um, so it was, it was, it was interesting because it was all about um, opening my ears and listening and see how people say it. And then, what kind of people do I like the most? 
to copy those people mm-hmm. instead okay, of the ones well, that I yeah. like the least, you know? Like, okay. um, what personality are you going to pick yeah. in English, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you chose your own personality, actually. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like when, I'm, when I live in English, I have a different personality. I mean, some things stay because I'm not psychotic or anything. <laughs> but then there are some features of my personality that are really different um, mm-hmm. in English. I'm like, like I'm... I'm a little bit of a better person in English. Uh, I'm, I'm less rude. Uh, I'm more patient. You know, like actually, it's a better version of myself. I have to say, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, yeah, the idea of developing your personality in a different language, and especially what you were saying about humor as well. Do you think you have a different sense of humor in English compared to your Spanish? I think, sense? yeah, I think a lot of the. Um, the, the second entendre that we have, at least in Argentina and in Spanish in general, I, I don't see it that much in English humor. And then I find like a lot of a lot of things that make me crack up, like the way in English you describe and analyze people and situations. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe I'm thinking of Seinfeld, Woody Allen, you know, like this. Kind of observational comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I find that really interesting and very, very funny. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Have you got any extra tips for our listeners? Ways that they can, or shortcuts they can use to improve their English? Or? Um, I'd say um, getting involved in real situations with people who speak English. Like, I feel like when we, when we invest, uh, feelings or emotions and things um, everything sticks a little better mm-hmm. and I think that the fact that I I went through a lot of emotions thinking and living in English that helped me to I don't know to, to feel a lot more comfortable and feel like even though it's not my mother tongue it's um, to me it's a, it's a very personal space mm-hmm. English and I and I know I have an accent, and I know I I, I mispronounce, and I and I and I make a lot of mistakes while I'm while I'm talking. But then, to me, it's fine because that's me, and I and I don't want to be I don't want to be a native, you know. Like um, I'm I'm kind of proud of my accent, and because I'm making an effort, and I'm and I'm having fun, and I'm enjoying it. So that's, I don't know. It's very important. I think that's something that everyone should remember that you know, you have your own identity as, as, a, as a non-native mm-hmm. English speaker and I think it's important to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's got an accent. Everyone does. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much, Vicky. That was really brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Do be do wanna be like you. So we're talking to Lisa about scams. So Lisa, have you ever been victim of a scam? Well, I've been the victim of attempted scams repeatedly since moving to Barcelona. Um, When you're looking for somewhere to live, it's quite common that anywhere that looks good for a reasonable price is going to be a scam. You don't realise until you get into email or phone contact with the people who are advertising the 
the piece or the, the flat that they will suddenly say to you something like, oh, um, I'm an engineer and I'm currently living in London, so if you just send me the money through Airbnb, I'll send you the key. And then the alarm bells start to ring. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by how many thousands of engineers are living in London that are originally <laughs> from Barcelona. Uh, but I've managed to avoid okay. actually being scammed in that way. Uh, but I have been pickpocketed. Okay. Uh, which was... I think I'd got three years into living in Barcelona before it happened, so I felt a bit overly confident, uh, I'd say. No. And stupidly decided to put my mobile phone in an outside pocket no. in the backpack. No! Oh. Never, Never do again. that! Never again. Got to the top of the flight stairs at the metro and my phone was gone. Oh, okay. God. Where do you think it happened? Actually on the metro or on I the stairs? I think it was or? as I was on the escalator coming up yeah. because there was somebody standing behind me and it wouldn't have been very difficult for them to just... I hate it when people stand behind me on the escalator. Get so paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but quite rightly so, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very quick. I'd, I wasn't sure whether I was more angry and upset or kind of almost... There was an admiration of their skill for managing yeah. it without me noticing because it's literally two seconds from top to bottom yeah. of the escalator, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're good. They're good at what they do. <laughs> they're bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much. Right, well, that's the show. That's the end of it. Good one it was, too. It was excellent. Yeah, it was great Top fun. quality. Yeah. It's a bit of a strange subject matter with scamming and things like that, but Is it? it's been very interesting and very insightful. Interesting. We've learned a lot. And so have you. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, so I just want to say a big thank you to all our guests this week. Um, it's been great fun thanks for giving up your time on a Sunday morning to help (laughs) us out and if you have any scams or crime stories that you'd like to share then please get in touch via the Facebook page two teas in a pod you'll find us online and on all the other social media outlets that we have exactly (laughs) tons of them are all over the social media all of them And there's nothing else to say, but thank you very much to all of you listening. Thank you to... Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. That's important. (laughs) Ben's waving. And thanks, Tim. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's show. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, We'd like to say thanks to our wonderful sound producer, Ben Ward, for all his hard work editing and recording the show. Um, To Mark Wilding, who made our artwork and branding. To Lisa Marie Court, Bernice Ray, Vicky Malena, and our own Katie Wright for singing the jingles. And obviously the presenters, uh, Katie Wright, the wonderful Katie Wright, and myself. Um, If you've enjoyed the show, uh, leave a comment on the Facebook page or the other social medias and share, share, share. Share the link, okay? Get out to as many people as possible. So thanks to all our guests this week and tune in next time. Two teas in a pod.